Welcome to the Yoga Addiction. If you're a yoga teacher or student who wants a deeper understanding of yoga with respect to science, health, and longevity, this podcast is for you. Every week, we'll dive deep into a topic to help you be a better yogi, teacher, and communicator. We want to give you a practical understanding of the current science related to yoga and help you create quality, safe, and inspired classes, whether they are for yourself at home or for your students. I'm Natalie Sanger. And I'm Sandy Hewen. We look forward to you taking part in our conversations. Welcome everyone to our first Fast Friday podcast. So this is Sandy here and I'm super pumped to be here talking to you about um, self-care and burnout. So burnout is this, um, I'm sure you've heard of it, it's pretty common in today's world, Um, just that feeling of being mentally overwhelmed, overworked, um, too much on the plate, never-ending to-do list, Um, like you just don't want to do any of it. <laughs> um, and it happens to anyone. It can happen to someone who's working a ton or someone who's not like, a, it seems like they're not working that much um, because this is a mental state. Um, and there's a, a wonderful, wonderful article that I'm going to link up in today's podcast show notes. Um, and it's a BuzzFeed News article, but don't let that sway you. It is a very well-written um, article that I, I actually read a few times just because it, it rang so true to me. Um And it's all about how burnout is this mental state. It's not curable by a vacation. It's not curable by, you know, taking a hot bath once a week. Um, It's it's this mental state that um, an attitude in in how we approach our lives and how we approach challenges and how we approach the external stresses. so yeah, give it, give that a read because I, I super duper recommend that. Um, if you are if you are experiencing burnout, um, it's a tough place to be. Okay, so here are sort of my tips in um, my sort of takeaways and thinking when it comes to burnout and caring for yourself. So number one, to understand that you are your own first priority um, and that we have to put on our own life jacket and our own oxygen mask first before we are to do anything in the world um, that's sustainable because yeah you can go and teach one great yoga class or you can go and teach you know a thousand um, as long as you know how to take care of yourself and sustain that sort of energy um, in order to give outside Um, and maybe it's not yoga classes maybe it's you know being a mom maybe it's being um, a student, uh, whatever is causing you this external stress. And I don't mean stress in the bad way. Stress is just a force coming from outside. Um, And how we approach that is how we are able to deal with it and frame it in a way. So for sure, number one, first take that responsibility and um, have this almost like a curiosity about how, so how am I supposed to put on my own life jacket? How am I supposed to put on my own oxygen mask? Like, what does that look like for me? Knowing that that's going to be very, very different across the board. We're all different people. We all have different things. (laughs) Um, We all have different sort of likes and dislikes and things that give us energy, things that don't give us energy. Um... So to find that is going to be a little bit of a process of um, 
trial and error, (laughs) for lack of better words. Um, And that's okay. It's okay to, you know, take someone's suggestion and to try it and be like, oh, that just didn't work for me, right? Like for me, taking a hot bath doesn't really do it. I I don't get energy from that. So you'll read on like a lot of blogs and stuff. Oh, take a hot bath, have a nutritious meal. Like the nutritious meal doesn't help my burnout. The hot bath doesn't do anything. It's just, it's nice, but it doesn't deal, doesn't help me deal with what's at hand. Um, so yeah, for sure. Number one, um, being open, I think, is to, to all of those kinds of things of trying different things. Um, and so number two is to try those things, to begin to find the activities and the people that give you energy, like real energy, long-term energy, energy that is... Um, that energy of like reigniting a passion or um, rediscovering a passion or excitement about um, a project um, and to, to incorporate those activities into your life regularly. Um, so for me, certain activities like, um, and, and I know it sounds weird, but I really like getting my cardiovascular up because it just gives me this flood of energy. It stimulates my brain. It stimulates my creativity and it stimulates my motivation. So I really like like a really good hard spin class. (laughs) And for a lot of people, that scenario is going to be very stressful. Um, and they're, they're not going to respond well. But I, I kind of like being um, not yelled at, but having that energy in the room of, you know, push, push, push physically and, and let go mentally. Um, and that might not jive with everyone. So this is this is just me, just me. Like you can try it and you can throw it out. If it doesn't work for you, that's absolutely fine. Um, but after taking that class, I, I emerge and I, you know, there's a few minutes after where I do feel tired and I just need to rehydrate. But after that, like after I've recovered physically, um, my brain is so much clearer. I have sort of like my thoughts are, are, it's not like I'm thinking my thoughts through mud anymore. They're just clear. They're just, I don't know how to explain it. Um, like crystalline and things that were hard before don't seem as hard. So like, the blog post that I'm, I'm supposed to write, suddenly I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to go get that. I'm going to go do that. Um, whereas before the spin class, it might be like, oh, but I really don't want to, I just want to lay here or I'll just walk my dog and I'll play with her instead. Um, so yeah, I've noticed that shift within myself. And so I, I make spin classes somewhat of a priority. I try to incorporate them somewhere in my week. Um, and I do notice like afterwards I have this flood of energy. I'm doing this podcast after a spin class and I actually feel great. Yay. <laughs> so that's number two, finding the activities and the people that give you energy and to incorporate those activities into your life regularly um, without judgment as to what that activity is. Yes. Um, number three, uh, this is, this might be one of those activities that give you energy, but I feel like this is really useful for everyone is to give yourself a a full day off. And by full day off, um, I mean, absolutely completely off. So none of the things that you would ever label as part of your business that includes like collating receipts putting together a spreadsheet no preparation for anything um I try to even limit how much I think about my business or brainstorm about my business um 
if I if I have a thought, I'll write it down and then I, I will not revisit it until it's my brain's job to revisit it when it's like a, a scheduled working time. So to to be able to fully immerse myself into not doing the work, um, because it's easy to get immersed in the work, especially if you're motivated about your work, if you're passionate about your work. Like me and Nat, we're entrepreneurs, of course, um, in the yoga space. And we, we brainstorm all the time, ideas come and go. And so we're texting all the time. Um, and that's like one of those blessings in disguise, you know, where we, we actually maybe put in more work, more mental work than a nine to five job. Um, and we're not being, you know, necessarily compensated for it in the same way, which like, honestly, I have no complaints about. I love the creative process, but if my brain is always thinking about it, when is it ever not going to? When am I ever going to devote resources to things like deepening my relationship with my boyfriend or deepening my relationship with my family or friends um, or just a community and, and other things, other um, other endeavors in my life like cooking or like baking and getting better at something else that's that doesn't have that um, reward of building my business. Um, and I think that's super, super important to give yourself that full day off of not doing any of it. And the most important thing about that is not to feel guilty about not doing any of it. So I'm not going to sit there and watch TV and eat chips and be like, I should be writing a blog. I should be looking at the podcasts. I should be editing something. No, no, no. I'm going to eat chips. I'm going to watch my TV show. I'm not going to feel guilty about it. <laughs> that's important. The guilt is a mental drain. It takes energy. It sucks it out of your brain. And that's that's just not, it's not worth it. Not worth it, guys. <laughs> um, so as part of like giving yourself a day off, something that could be really, really nice is to do something you've never done before or haven't done in a long time. Um, and this is the whole part of burnout sometimes makes your entire life feel like one long day of the same day where it's almost like everything's the same color. Um, everything has the same tone to it. Um, just because you're, you're working on that same frequency of putting work into your business or putting work into your life or whatever it is. So when you do something that you haven't done in a really long time or ever, um, you sometimes can stir up emotions and you can stir up energies that you haven't felt before. You're like in this different situation, you're in this different scenario. And, um, it's almost like there's sparks lit up and you can sometimes harness that to generate a little bit more energy. Um, you can harness that to generate a little bit of a different mindset, which might be really important for you considering burnout is that like same color, same tone. It's like doing something new or exciting or, or yeah, something you haven't done ever or in a long time is like, it's like throwing red paint on like a really beige wall um, of your life. It just makes it sort of stand out a little bit more um, and, and have that extra little um, puff. <laughs> so that can be really nice to break up monotony if that if that resonates for you. Um, and then so our last two here that I'm going to mention, um, let's go with the easy one first. So sleep. Um, sleep is so, so essential for human recovery of being human. <laughs> so I mean, physical recovery, I mean, mental recovery, I mean, psychological, emotional, every single aspect of being human, almost like gets bolstered by sleep. It's just so, so essential. So um, 
a lot of people take pride in this idea that, oh, I'm able to get away with like four hours of sleep. I'm able to get away with five hours of sleep. And even ancient yogis have been like, oh, they're so um, rested when they meditate because like, it flushes their brain that they're only able to get away. They're able to get away with like four hours of sleep and have this like wonderful energy throughout the day. Now, that's something I'm still working towards, so I can't speak for that. But this sort of modern mindset of like caffeinating ourselves to the point and working ourselves to the point um, where we're able to get away with less um, and function, it, and it's sort of like a point of pride for a lot of people. I'm just imagining like lawyers being like, oh yeah, I only need four hours of sleep and then getting up and, and churning out all this workload the, re- ne- the next day. Um, and a lot of that is just really, it's just, it's just pride. It's just that ego holding you into this or, or like this mold of society pushing you into this thing that's that's actually not sustainable. So many of us actually need like eight to nine hours of sleep. I will admit it. I, I'm the first one to say, yes, yes, yes. I take naps almost every day. I sleep, you know, eight to nine hours. If I wake up and I don't feel rested, I go back to sleep. I skip the gym that day. I take that as a signal that my body needs this. Um, the circadian rhythms are so influenced by sunlight and daylight. So I also notice if I haven't taken a walk outside, um, I sleep for longer. If I, um, if the, if it's like December or uh, November, December is actually the worst here in Toronto um, because we do get a lot less sunlight. It's when we we start to like uh, the positioning of the Earth and the positioning of the sun. We get so much less sunlight per day. I remember walking to school as a kid, and it would be like just rising, and then walking home in the dark from school after like after school activities and all that. And it's very similar now, right? So that that decreased amount of sunlight has such a huge um, influence on how we're able to sleep. So making the time and making this priority, knowing that sleep is going to make you a better human. Um, without any of that ego like oh I I should be able to get away with four hours like let that go maybe you can maybe you can't and if you can't can we have enough compassion towards ourselves to embrace that and to give ourselves what we need with like a sense of honesty just that I need my nine hours and I'm sorry that I can't you know be the four-hour person anymore um but, you know, I, I'm going to do this to serve myself. I'm going to do this to be the best human I can be, even if that human is a little bit slower um, at getting things accomplished, because maybe I don't I don't have as many hours a day to work. And who knows, maybe because you do get nine hours of sleep, you work faster, you work more efficiently, you work more creatively. Um, and there's a lot of people, anecdotes that, that say that, that like when you get more sleep, your brain works better rather than for longer. Um, so I don't know which one applies for you, but I just... Just know that um, as a yogi, listening to the body, listening to the seasonality, listening to the rhythms and really honoring that has made a difference in energy levels. Um, and I, I protect my sleep. <laughs> you can ask all of my friends if it's, if it's 1030. Sandy's probably in bed. Her phone is on airplane mode and you can't reach her because she's she's prioritizing her sleep. And that's, you know, for me, that's that's OK. I have to be OK with that. Um, OK. Let's go for the last one here of shifting the mindset. And this one's probably going to be the most difficult. The other things are just like sort of easier ways in order to shift the mindset, but actually shifting the mindset does require um, 
I think motivation, the right motivation to want to shift our mindset and to want to break out of this burnout state um, and and tools. And I, I don't know if I have all the tools yet, but I, I can sort of tell you what works for me. Um, so this idea, I think, of discipline in yoga um, as a former Ashtangi, that was like hugely drilled into me, this this discipline of tapas, this heat, this burning, this fire within, this drive, right? Physical and emotional, mental, spiritual. Um, I think that burns out or it can burn out and it, and it has burnt out within me. My drive to do yoga, to practice and to advance the practice has completely dwindled. <laughs> And I'm just not in that space anymore. So my mindset of discipline, um, I'm starting to change it into this idea of commitment, of a, a lifelong commitment, this marriage, this lifelong journey that I am going to take with myself um, to improve myself, to to work towards a spirituality, towards this this calming of everything and commitment and consistency over this idea of discipline and like hard rigidness, if that makes sense. Consistency in the way I act and the things I do, um, because consistency allows for mistakes, right? And we're all going to make them. So, and I think it's just more important to be consistent rather than like super duper disciplined in, in everything you do, everything you eat. For me, that's just something that that like totally drives me to burnout. Whereas commitment, consistency, compassion, allowing for mistakes, allowing for slip ups, um, and then just getting right back into that consistency. That's that's helped so much more. Um, so that's it, it, when it applies to yoga for me, when it applies to like my practice, watching things evolve in my practice, watching my goals evolve in my practice. But I do think that this is actually very um, applicable to other things as well. If you can think about like um, if you're really rigidly like, for example, sticking to maybe a diet or maybe sticking to like a routine of some sort, that discipline burns out that discipline that fire um can consume you and just like absolutely just dwindle into nothing unless it's fed by something right um and so if it's only fed by your willpower it runs out it just runs out so being this changing the mindset to consistency changing the mindset to a lifelong commitment um for me is just much more it it might be very much more healthier to you for you as well um when it comes to work, this also applies. So allowing for the days off, allowing for rather than being really disciplined in writing five pages of my book every single day, I'm just going to have this commitment, right? Um, so allowing the days where I don't have that necessarily, that exact um, goal in mind and allowing for things to be more fluid um, and to understand that just because I skip a day, it doesn't mean that I'm not committed to the goal, Okay. I hope all of that made sense. I hope all my examples made sense. Um, And anyway, I hope you really, really enjoyed this Fast Friday. I think that's all I had to say for today. I really do hope you read the article. It's one of my favorites. And if you have anything to add to this conversation or any other tips about caring for yourself um, and helping um, us as a whole generation deal with this burnout um, please please do comment on our Instagram please do uh, message us through our website um, you can find us on Instagram at natandsandyyoga.com um, and same thing for our website sorry no that was our website natandsandyyoga.com and our Instagram at natandsandyyoga 
All right, guys, have a wonderful Friday, wonderful rest of your weekend, and hopefully you'll be able to incorporate some of these tips within your life. All right, guys, have a great day.